Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight, the go-home show ahead of Money in the Bank this weekend. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I'm so sorry, Wilborn, that I left you hanging there because I got lost <laughs> I got lost in a giggling thought shower for a second. Say again, in your biggest, most booming voice, what show it is we review that takes place on a Tuesday night, please? NXT Oh! Because you've got to give the people what they want. As Jake, 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 Jake did, which is exactly what I was pissing myself laughing at when you started teeing up your intro as usual, because that tweet, I've retweeted it, I think you retweeted it, it'll be all over the various What Culture socials if you haven't seen it already, go and have a look. We'll get it out, we should fire it out from the work account, shouldn't we? Yes. It's already gone out, because it's just a winner, he's animated a wonderful, well, from one of my very favourite episodes of The Office, Murder Mystery, there was winning an awful lot of murder and an awful lot of intrigue. Um to capture your intro, the best version of your intro, which is the uh, the clown show intro. And speaking of clown shows, it's SmackDown time! <laughs> I'm as hyped as I could be for Money in the Bank without WWE making an effort to get me hyped. Mm-hmm. I was writing the predictions article for the website this morning. Um, that'll be kicking around on whatculture.com forward slash WWE if you get a chance to read it before the show. And ultimately, the trick... <laughs> The trick with that article. The idea of that article, please <laughs> click, please always click, is to just speculate on the results of the matches, maybe try and happen upon where the surprises might fall. Maybe if there's something left of centre for us, a, a prediction that people might not have thought about. And I think there's a couple in there. But what I was going to say was the trick with those articles is to try and happen upon one thing that maybe not everybody is uh, thinking about and getting excited for about the card. In some cases, that's simply impossible. And that's happened with Money in the Bank. You can't... It's a, it's a fairly, it's a short card and a succinct card, and we've talked before, myself and yourself, are both fans of WB Premium Live Events. Better than AW. Keeping it tight. <laughs> People can't see when you pull faces on podcasts, you remember that, don't you? I'm just, I'm just speaking to truth. <laughs> the thing with this one is, it sort of, it almost needs a surprise, 
like the uh, I like how eventful the winners of money. I'm not a big fan of ladder matches at this point, but I like how eventful it feels when people win the briefcases. Somebody holding that briefcase is as good as a golden ticket that they're going to win the title. I know there's exceptions, but when they're holding it, it's almost like you're seeing them win the first title because there it is. This is certainly the closest they're going to get to never won one before. And there is those two winners, especially when they're new winners. I love it when it's a new winner, somebody that's never won it before. Yeah. Like it's a, I don't know, feels buzzworthy. It's an endorsement, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's one of the only ways now that WWE earmarks somebody for something, even if it just ends up being temporary or one-off or short-term or whatever. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited for that as usual. I don't think it's the hottest undercard they've ever assembled in Money in the Bank history, in truth. Uh, and I'm not sure that this SmackDown that we're about to preview can do much to change my mind. But I am that guy at the desk. Smackdown, make money in the bank good, change my mind. I'll be that guy at that trestle table in mm-hmm. that meme if they can do it tonight because I just, I'm not feeling much fire. There's one undercard match that I think has got a bit of juice to it and it's actually from Raw. Yeah. So I think like Carmella is going to try and wrestle herself back into people's affections again. And I think her and Bianca might do something pretty special. Or Bailey, you know, or Bailey. I want that. I think I brought that to your attention, didn't I? Mm-hmm. This idea that it was the money in the bank she missed out on. It could be Money in the Bank she comes back for when, yet again, Carmella is the red herring match as she was for Becky Lynch back at SummerSlam in 2021. I don't think... I just don't think it fits. Like, I want it to work, but I don't think it fits. Look, I am a huge mark for Money in the Bank. Mm. It is my third favourite WWE premium live event of the year coming after WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble. You know this. It's a cheat code for WWE. They've done it. They could put... They've normalised premium live event. I just... I'm fine with it now. They could put... These two ladder matches on and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I would still part with $50 <laughs> to watch this goddamn show because I love this concept so much. Mm. I know some people have become desensitized to the ladder matches. And maybe I have as well. But like you say, there's just so much potential going in. I am genuinely, genuinely gutted, absolutely devastated that we cannot do a live stream for oh, this. Oh, well, me too, for a lot of Saturday. reasons. A lot of reasons. Just, I'm away with some friends, and I despise them for them organising this. Some friends of mine I haven't seen in over a year. They live in Cairo and bloody Qatar, right? <laughs> and we're all getting back together. It's great. I can't wait. And then my mates have got kids. Get rid of them so we can have a weekend on the piss in Liverpool. I don't want to do that. I want to sit in a boiling hot studio with you and watch Sami Zayn become <laughs> Mr. Money in the Bank. Because the thing with this pay-per-view, premium live event, right? Is and I know this is what kills us as football fans, Michael Hamlet. Yeah, it's the hope, it's the expectation, it's the potential for something big yeah. to happen. Whether it be Bailey stepping into, sorry, Carmella, by the way, I'm absolutely fine with Bianca Belair versus Carmella as a wrestling match. <laughs> but Bailey returning, John Cena popping up mm-hmm. after Theory has shocked the world by defeating Bobby Lashley. A match I have seen a gazillion times. I don't care. When Montez Ford climbs that turnbuckle, I'm going to be like, oh my God, here we go. He's going to touch the briefcases on his way down. Even Natalia, even Natalia, I'm excited because she's across the ring from Ronda Rousey and I want her to snap Natalia's arm in 60 seconds, not mm. to give away my preview of the entire show. No, I'm with you on that one. It needs to resemble one of a UFC fights rather than a WWE one. Doesn't and it? I have no doubt that. We will sit, well, I won't, I've got money off, but you will sit here <laughs> on Monday and go, obviously, it was obvious, it was always going to be uh, Drew McIntyre and Lacey Evans as Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. But right now... Same, same, by the way. Right now, 
it could be anyone. It could be bloody Omos and Shotzi. It shouldn't, but it could be. And that, it's more unpredictable, I say this every time, than the Royal Rumble. Because you can't sit there and say, Drew Gulak could win the Royal Rumble. Well, he might not even be bloody in it, despite yeah. how goddamn great he is. The one for this year is Shotty, isn't it? Uh, you look at shot, you look at that women's field and you're like, well, there's no obvious winner. So then you start going down the list of the second most obvious and stuff. And then you think, well, Shotty's going to give a body at the cause. So what if, as a reward for giving the body at the cause, she's actually given the cause in the mm. first place. I'm just sad. Like, we're not going to be able to tell people these grand plans we had for Jelly in the Bank. You'll have to wait, <laughs> you'll have to wait 12 months for that grand payoff. Cairo to Qatar. Yeah, one of them lives in Egypt, one of them lives in Qatar, yeah. From Cairo to Qatar, it wasn't even my car. <laughs> You're missing money in the bank. This is a stacked lineup, though. The reason why we're talking about this is, of course, they're all going to be on SmackDown tonight. A cavalcade of yes. superstars, as, as Pat the, McAfee said. The real Forbidden Door, the brand-to-brand Invitational, yeah. has swung open. Like, I, I, maybe I do this every year, but... The women's is so unpredictable because, like you say, it's not going to be Shotzi, but it was Nikki A.S.H. last year. So here's the cool thing about this match is that it's not going to be Shotzi probably, but it's also not going to be heavy favourite Becky Lynch probably. Mm-hmm. So, like, that creates this pretty... I, I think it's the most unpredictable women's money in the bank ever. We did a preview of it yesterday, me mm-hmm. and Sage. Go and check that out wherever you get your podcast from. And I ended up talking myself round into it being Asuka through right. a weird process of elimination of, like... Like I say, it could be shots, it's probably not going to be. They're hot on Raquel Rodriguez right yep. now and Lacey Evans, but I I just don't see it. I mean, Lacey Evans is probably one of the favourites, but I still don't see it. Alexa Bliss is Alexa Bliss. She's always got a chance. Liv Morgan is a, is a good bet as yep. well, I'd say. But Asuka, like you've given it her and you've never actually had fun with Asuka having mm. the, the briefcase and how much sauce that would add to the ongoing Becky Lynch feud because she's going to have her hands on it and then Asuka's going to kick her away or something. Yeah. Or missed her, or I, I don't know. But there's that. And then on the men's side of things, hang on, wait a second, I need to pull out Renee. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's not going to be Omos. It's not going to be Seamus. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, yeah, it's probably going to be Drew. We'll talk about, we're talking more about this uh, in a podcast that we're recording later that will probably go out on Saturday, actually, which might be ruined by what I'm going to smack down. <laughs> but still, I'll just say at time of recording, we'll be fine. Drew, yes, probably. That gets you to class at the, Clash at the Castle. Seth freaking Rollins, what a story you've got there. The greatest Money in the Bank cash-in ever, and Roman Reigns' champion, a guy who didn't beat Seth. I'm right in thinking he got DQ, yeah, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Riddle, 420. <laughs> TBD, that leaves the door open for just about anyone. Yeah. And so you're telling me there's a chance Sami Zayn qualified last week, and they were featuring on telly, him with Paul Heyman saying, if I win the briefcase, mm-hmm. and it's the strongest sign I've ever seen that Sami Zayn even has a just a glimmer of a chance, the honorary use becoming Mr. Money in the Bank. And I could die happy then, buried with the pasty that Phil Chambers will buy for me, and Sami Zayn wins. Do you know, Adam Wilborn, that what could only blow your mind even more is a piece of fantasy book and I have for tonight's SmackDown, no less. Oh, not even for the pay-per-view. So you mentioned, well, to be honest, it was the only contender you didn't really give a shot to in that Money in the Bank ma- match. That was a uh, TBD. Mm-hmm. Right? Here I go with my initials. It is the big... No, it's not, it's not, it's not the big deal. Uh, I've got somebody for TBD. Good. I've got somebody that's going to announce themselves tonight. Because it was meant to be Kevin Owens or Ezekiel or Elrod or something, wasn't it, for yes. Raw? 
but the slot is open and we believe Kevin Owens to possibly be injured. A minor injury, but injured nonetheless, like yeah. you say. And it's a lot of, like, with it, it was not knowing if it was going to be Ezekiel, Elias, and Elrod. That's like three plane tickets you need to pay for, <laughs> for somebody that's not even going to be in a match. So I'd, I'd just, I can't see them bothering doing that. They're going to need a short-term solution. They're going to need, um, like, a blockbuster announcement, aren't they? Like, somebody going in at the last minute, kind of unexpectedly, kind of, well, how come... Certain people get to jump the queue. Well, certain people just get to jump queues in life. It's not fair, but it goes on and it happens. Yeah, we do. We do, yeah. And WWE obviously wants to make this feel momentous and wants to make this feel a big occasion. You're going to dislike even more that you're going to miss this premium live event when I tell you that tonight, Pat McAfee uh, is going to announce oh my himself God. Oh my God. <laughs> as the final entrant into Money in the Bank. And who, Adam Wilborn, is going to stop him reaching that briefcase on Sunday? Happy Corbin. And there you go. And that's finally something a bit more meaty for their SummerSlam build, other than bum-ass Corbin. <laughs> hey, shut up, Pat. See you at SummerSlam. I mean, I, I'd buy the pay-per-view just for that. <laughs> I but... kind of like it. But yeah, I think Pat McAfee is going to stand off that desk from tonight and being like, oh, it's all listening to you guys talk. It's all well and good. But like, let's talk more action. And then he jumps off the desk and slides in and announces himself as the last man. Look, you're doing this thing, WWE. I love that, by the way. You're doing this thing. You're getting all the people there, and they're all going to look at the briefcase and go, that's going to be my briefcase on Saturday, right? Just do the bit where they cut the promos atop the ladders because it was the best <laughs> thing they did. It's the best thing they did. But, no, man, they look so silly. Do it. Per- they look like... So, like, why high chairs are super effective, right, beyond the obvious, is that kids need... It's not just having that table out. And loads of splatterly horrible food not getting spilt on the floor, right? Because believe me, kids' food in your carpet isn't ever coming out, whether you like it or not. It's because they need that support, right? So a high chair provides this all-important back support and a little bit of structure for the kids to be able to lean on. They get to be lazy and have a lean for the first time, mm-hmm. right, and all this sort of stuff. Wrestlers are not babies. And yet by being made to sit on that ladder, they effectively take the same shape as a baby in a high chair. It's For some reason, it's Kevin Owens, I picture, but yeah. it's not a dig at him. There's lots of other wrestlers. Cesaro and Jericho yeah. and stuff, weren't there? six ladders out or whatever. And they've got to sit. And it's the, it draws their bodies in because the, <laughs> the top of the ladder, the little bit of the, like the, the, I guess like if you imagine the ladder is an A, the point of the A is such a small sur- the top, yeah. surface area for them to sit on. And then the legs and arms are drawn in by it into being ladder width. And the ladders, unless it's the Big Show's giant one, and by the way, bring that back for Omos, like unless it's the giant one, they, they can't recline on it. So they're just, I'm not money in the bank. I dare you to move and say that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, maybe less so for the women. I think you can just, you know, every all knows in that mm. and just have them probably do a uh, promo train or whatever. Foo-woo-woo, for what it's worth. What's that? If you're bringing Bailey back. Oh, for it's worth, yeah. 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 Um, if you're bringing Bailey back, she decks somebody beforehand and takes the place. Or someone gets it. She gets decked by an inflatable backstage. <laughs> Who could it be? Find out tomorrow. <laughs> inflatable but holding that hammer. Picture the scene, right? I'm not just saying... You, you, you didn't let me finish. I wasn't just saying put them out there on any old bog standard bloody ladders, okay. right? Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Colourful ladder. Drew McIntyre. Ladder with a sword oh, holder. You know how to get me into this. Sheamus. Voitnoid ladder. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Almost no ladder. Obviously, Seamus's could be a lamppost with a lead tied to it that Pete Dunne can piss up. Right there, off. you go. Yep. Uh, Sami Zayn, uh, one with the picture of the Usos. No, um, hang on. Sorry. No, I love this. Let's do this. I'm in, I'm really into this. I'm back. Let's do okay. this properly. Let's go right back to the beginning. So we got first Seth. Seth Rollins, disgustingly coloured ladder. Yeah. 
like di- all of his different ties over the last period, hanging off the side of the rungs. Seth, tick, done. Who's next? Drew, sword holder. Sword holder, like a holster in the side. Yeah. Uh, blue, Scottish. Blue and white. So, uh, yeah, you could do the... You could, in the, between the ladder, you could, you know, like um, a valance, like what Alan Partridge is worried that woman's going to get chocolate mousse on. <laughs> uh, you could have it, but it's a kilt. Yeah, there you go. Tick. Seamus, Foynoid, uh, lunch pieces on it. Butch, tick. Uh, Sami Zayn. Ooh. Uh, it's not a ladder. It's both Usos doing that thing where you make a tunnel for people to dance under when you're at a wedding, and you're doing that line, and everybody, like, dances under. It's just both Usos, like, putting their hands up, and he, the, the hands meet in the middle, and form a seat, and he sits on them. And he doesn't doesn't mind about going underneath it because he doesn't need look where he's going. Yeah, uh, almost doesn't need a ladder. He is that he just stands there. Yep. And my favourite. Yeah. Bog standard ladder. Mm-hmm. But I, I know where this is going. Slightly taller than all the other ladders, and they go riddle. How come you're higher than everyone else? Because uh, uh, of it's, it's the highest of all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man, they, they need to get me on the booking committee. What's uh? What could be a ladder for TBD? Ladder shaped like a question mark. <laughs> I was going to pitch like you know when they had Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan where the referee's just selling that loads of things are happening even if they're not yeah like it's just everybody has to acknowledge a gap in the ring what about another ladder yeah uh, seeing as it, yeah, it's cross brand isn't it mm-hmm. should have Mustafa Ali sit at the top of it and go you just hold that spot for us <laughs> for TVD to come out last minute nailed it right segment one of Smackdown I booked <laughs> You are welcome, WWE. What's next? (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Let's talk next about a very, very handsome man who Uh, had a very successful 
first title defense mm. on SmackDown last week, that being Gunther. Yes. IC champ, wrecked Ricochet again. Start of hopefully a long championship reign. I'm not suggesting that they do much with him tonight. Maybe, a, you know, a Ludwig Kaiser promo. Mm. I've said before I'd have him run through all former IC champions that you can get your hands on. You've already got Shinsuke right there. Yeah. So maybe set that up for SummerSlam, for example. And you can get something out of people going, oh, well, if he Kinshasa's Gunter, maybe he's got a chance. Spoiler, he hasn't. Yeah. But long term, so a very interesting thing. The one championship John Cena has never held to become a Grand Slam champion is the IC title. Should Gunther face John Cena at some point for you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Not saying he should beat him. No. Not that... saying Cena should beat him, I mean. Cena is an interesting prospect, I guess, for this summer. Because last year's summer of Cena, he was working everywhere, wasn't he? He was doing all sorts. So there's, like, there's no real rule book to this mm. latest comeback. He could have just been there for one Raw, and we know that there's going to be stuff, well, we assume there's going to be stuff teased out with him in theory. But there's no suggestion to say he's not going to do both shows or do a few dark matches or whatever just to help. And Gunther is a favoured project of WWE at the moment. And if um, Cena's work in theory, because he's a favoured project, who's to say that he won't at least do some after the cameras have stopped rolling stuff with Gunther? I don't hate that at all. In fact, the only thing I don't like about this plan, and here really is something, as my brain desperately works as quick as it can to make sure that what I'm about to say is correct, You've inadvertently undermined yourself because John Cena has never won the Intercontinental title. Mm, that's what I mean. Oh, so you want him to win it? No, I'm not saying he wins it, but I think the the spectre of they should win him the Grand Slam championship gives gets the, the get, super duper Cena Grand Slam. Nobody's ever won as many belts. Worried. As I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he's going to beat Theory. Either. I thought you were saying it as like because he's beaten all the ex champions and now he's going to like target yeah, no, Cena as a. But the, yeah. the, the, this is the one thing Cena hasn't won, which is why people would yeah. buy. Oh, well, this, this could ruin everything. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm not saying it even has to happen soon. Because mm. like you say, I think Cena's probably going to be busy with theory. But I think, I mean, whisper it. I mean, it's, it's dangerous for me because I'm putting the IC Championship on a premium live event, mm-hmm. which is bold. WrestleMania next year. I'm going to make, I'm just in the next. Just do what they should have done with Rusev. In the next 90 seconds, I'm about to make Gunther the biggest heel on SmackDown. Oh my God. Are you ready for this? So he's going to throw out a challenge to any former Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he just wants to lay waste to somebody at Money in the Bank, maybe even just on the kickoff. Like that's where it ends up getting relegated to. But like he just wants to anyone bring it. I'll, I'll be there Saturday. I'll be in Las Vegas. Um, I'll be there in Las Vegas. You can bet on it, and then he'll be in Las Vegas, and he'll be let's say Nakamura, and it can be on the kickoff, whatever. And then he's like, easy, piece of piss, like line me up with excellent continental champion whenever you're ready, WWE, whatever. And then later on in the show, theoretically unrelated to that, who makes his first appearance in front of the crowd for several months, Son's neck brace, last year's Money in the Bank winner, Big E. Don't do this to me. WWE Universe, it's so nice to be back out in front of you. As you can see, I'm still recovering. It's a long road back, but I wouldn't have been able to even get started on this road without you, without Kofi, without Xavier, without everybody. Everybody's been amazing to me. Everybody has reached out. It's just so nice to know that you haven't forgotten about me. And then you get the music. And Gunther, or Ludwig Kaiser maybe in this case. We haven't forgotten that he used to be Intercontinental Champion. And then he actually goes to attack oh, no, 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 Big no. E <laughs> with a chop until Woods and Kingston make the save. And then you've got a TV tag match set up off the back of it. But it's a big angle. And the prospect of 
physical violence at Big E's expense by these absolute pricks mm-hmm. has put them into that next level. I uh, really like that. There we go. That's going to that's going that's seven days going to. You are welcome, WB. About <laughs> next, next, the Viking Raiders are back. That's and they don't like dancing. <laughs> they used to like a lot of fun. Yeah, they used to love to have fun. I love it when they just go. Whoa! Check out this new force. What do you mean? Check out this new force. He put was, some face paint on. It wasn't then the rough of an aesthetic change, was it? They're booking them the right way, bloody finally. Yeah, but yeah. The thing about also new- don't take the piss, New Day, by saying we don't do rematches. <laughs> I was there at WrestleMania. The thing about a new coat of paint is that it can't just extend to your face. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to feel new. So I hope this week. I hope last week. The reason aesthetically there wasn't, I know they had like slightly different face paint on and that. It didn't look that different. I'm, I want to put down to it to make the turn a shock. Like if they come out, not that they, they weren't maximum male models, more on that later. But like if they'd come out in suits, like that's Mr. Viking Raiders to you now. Because mm-hmm. like that would have been, it would have obviously signposted that they were going to turn the new day. So maybe last week, the reason they didn't really look any different other than they were suddenly angry was because they wanted to fool New Day and us into being surprised at the turn. Maybe this week we get more of a visual change, and I think that would be welcome. I think if you, I'm all for the Viking Raiders just being mad, angry that they haven't had opportunities and whatnot, and they're Vikings, so they've gone back to just wanting to cause carnage. They're physical specimens; they do damage. That's the whole mo. Fine, change the whole thing up as well. Mm. Like this, this week, let's have more like adaptations to the old gimmick. I will say this: the return of the Viking Raiders has given me more confidence that the Street Profits might become tag champs. Yeah. Do you don't do the Usos versus the Viking Raiders. No. But the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders and, you know, Montez and, and Angelo Dawkins doing mad flippy bollocks mm. and then being like, we can do that too, you know. Yeah. It's a great visual. That's true. But yeah, for the time being, they're just going to wreck uh, You dudes. know, they've had Street Profits and Viking Raiders, LTST, mm-hmm. Classics, Bin Monster. Oh God, I forgot about that. Legacy stuff. <laughs> Bowling, knife throwing, whatever it was, axe throwing. Yeah. I just... <laughs> Saddest timeline stuff. Are they gonna pretend, <laughs> my question is, are they going to pretend that Jinder and Shanky are still the team again? Oh, yeah. Because they s- fell out last week. Yeah. Then I'm fairly certain Shanky eliminated Jinder from the the last man rumble thing on Raw. Mm-hmm. These, the words so I'm they about... Fight, they're fine. Lost authority. It was probably tonight. The words I'm about to use have worked harder... Working harder in this sentence than Roman Reigns has in 2022. But the tag team division mm-hmm. requires gender. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Like, requires them to stay together more than, like, it does fall apart. Just just enjoy the music. Like, why can't gender just get a bit more involved? Exactly. What's holding him back? What are you trying to do? Stay cool just in case they decide to put the world title back it's on you? It's not going to happen. need to worry about that one. Yeah, mate. if anything, I would lean more into the, what, like the three-man band yeah. era of your career and just, you know, enjoy yourself again. Not above this. No. <laughs> um, but yes, I'd have Viking Raiders probably squash Los Lotharios this week. Los Lotharios or, and to credit WWE here, like whoever it is that they go to now for, like, jobs are us. Local maybe competitors. It's a, maybe it's the same guy that, like, supplies the goo and the props and, all, and the, t- the fresh tomatoes is like, <laughs> You're selling jobbers. Well, looks like we're going to have to close up shop. WWE are trying to, like, build, like, jobbers to the stars again. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> and April. Two absolute freaks. Two complete loser dweebs. Oh, so a couple right here. Yeah. I need, to, I need some of your best workers. I haven't got any workers, but I've got a bloke <laughs> with no chin and a, and a pigeon chest. 
I love it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Two real skinny little rats <laughs> just getting absolutely flattened. But what could have been with, what did we call them? Ravishing Rick and Handsome. Handsome and Rick. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. They could have been. Yeah. Maximum male models for, of course, the excellent Max Dupree. We We love him. Yeah. I love sports entertainment. Wrestling can piss off (laughs) when Max Dupree's around because him talking, and I say this every week because it pops me every time, Mm. him talking into the neck of Postman Pierce. Oh, it's great. Just really far too close. I'm sure he smells incredible. It's so relatable though, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, it's a bit like that uh, meme, you know, the bloke in the nightclub with yes. the girl. Yeah, it's just it's so anybody that doesn't like have a good read on personal space. How do you, like how do you, have you ever how do you even broach it? I've I'm picturing the exact three people in my life at various points that have had this personal space issue, and I never once confronted it. I'm a gutless coward. Yeah, I had someone who I used to work with um, who had is it halitosis? There's a bad breath. Yeah. yeah, and he was a he was a newsreader. Oh, that narrows it down, right? Lovely bloke, mm. right? But, but he got pissed off for like looking at a beer, and that was when he was like, "I need to tell you something." <laughs> no, I was like, "Oh, jeez, mate, you're right. <sighs> this is not what I need." But yeah, I've, I've just just is it, is well, it just weathered me, though, right? it. Thankfully, the weather up here for me is generally a bit better. <laughs> but we've uh, done plenty of work in extreme close quarters. We've scattered a lot of studios over the years, like shared a room in mm-hmm. Dallas. Uh, shared that little box where we do our streams, like, and you, like, effectively have oral sex with inanimate jelly. <laughs> like, it, it's 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 normal for things you eat and drink to give you a bit of bad breath. Yeah. It's normal for physical exertion to cause you to sweat. Yes. Just have counters to those things on site. If only someone Keep, had invented something to prevent <laughs> this. Keep your hands on a pack of chewing gum every now and then or a bottle of deodorant or a roll on a sweat. Don't eat uh, an entire... Baguette of garlic bread before you go into a stream <laughs> or run a marathon on your way in. I'm going to do that because you're in the Great North Run as well. Aren't you? We're both in we the Great both North Run. It. Like, I'm, it's looking dangerous. Like, anyone that's seen my sponsor on their Twitter, I'm going to be out of pocket because I'm training. <laughs> and believe me, in these practice ones, I'm not getting close to that time. Sorry, kids, no Christmas for you. Oh, man. Like, it has been 10 long years and I thought I could get near that time and no training is getting me any closer. It's good. It just means the charity makes more money. It was a, yeah. win, it was a win-win for them. But uh, I've, Maybe what we should do is we should run it together, working through one of them garlic baguettes, and then goes just come straight into work, just breathing sweat <laughs> over all the colleagues. It's on a Sunday, so the time it'll take us collectively, it'll run into Monday anyway. Oh, God, yeah. Do I need to book the Monday off work? Will my legs work? On you'll be all right. You'll be okay. You came into work once with your foot in a boot, having been put in it that day. Yeah. Just bloody love the content, man. Right? <laughs> so it never sleeps. No. Uh, but speaking of maximum male models, they're, yes. of course, there to titillate the juices. The juices. Uh, last week, unfortunately, they were set to make their debut, of course, mm-hmm. highly anticipated. Um, I think previously it had been, like, the lighting or the music or something. Yeah. This time around, um, the uh, locker room or the changing room, the dressing room for these models, mm-hmm. was not set to 68.3 degrees. Reasonable. And didn't have any uh, locally sourced spring water or something. Uh, but I like, tonight is the night. Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, it's a common misconception that the Miz ate chicken over a wrestler's gear oh, when he was yeah. kicked out of the locker room. That wasn't actually the case. He just wanted to be the recommended temperature. The address has changed now to the point where 
Max Dupree can request that mm-hmm. rather than being booted out of the locker room and make a change in the hall like the Paul Miz was. Or Van Halen's green M&M's. Indeed, indeed. Uh, well, he's still teasing them, isn't he? So we're getting more than one. Mm-hmm. We've nailed it. We've teased Owen and Face. Mm-hmm. Have we not? Um, can we play a game just in case? It's not well, this is what I was going to say. So you're 50% right because, of course, T-Bar was dominant in that Rumble thing on Battle Royale on Monday. Hoy and Ricochet and that about. Yes. So, looks like he might be busy. So, we got 50%. Mm-hmm. That's Face. Yep, that's the former face. Mace. The former commentator on Monday Night Raw. Remember that? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. a weird time, wasn't it? Vic, Jerry Lawler, and Dio Madden. Call him Raw. It doesn't feel like it happened, does it? No. Like, there's that it's image. It's like I was watching, you say this, I was watching a, uh, how, tell me how much of a mark you are. By telling me how much of a mark you are. I watched a 26-minute Every Money in the Bank cash-in playlist yesterday. All oh, of them videos are my god. And At this point, there's been so many Royal Rumbles. You can watch a video of Royal Rumble winners that lasts almost as long as our Royal Rumble. Yes. Like, it's just so satisfying, isn't it? Was it was great. Oh, they're great, man. It was a real, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I mm. forgot about the reason that Carmella became world champion was the iconics. That's them so much. Yep. They battered Charlotte Flair, didn't they? The yeah. Smackdown after WrestleMania. Also inter- interesting, if you, when you watch them like that, to see the different tact that the referee takes to, after them running down and going, like, if it's mm. not like a, you know, RVD one or whatever, yeah, yeah. where it's called in advance, when they come down like, boom, I'm doing it now. You're with me. You're the ref. Go and ring it. The difference of, like, some people go, like, he's cashing it in. Ring the bell. To to the other extreme, which is Mike Kyoto going, What? What are you saying to Carmella? And she's just <laughs> Oh, man, it went on ages, didn't it? It was like, is Oh, this... what was that? Yeah. He was like, I think the gimmick was bloody women screaming all the time. You can't understand them. <laughs> but it was fairly obvious what she wanted from the get-go. And I'm mm. fairly certain she walked out with him. So you'd think that when she grabbed him and went, Mike, we're going out there, he went, well, I'm not booked for a match. <laughs> not just, well, okay, here we go then. What was the reaction? I'm asking you because I, I don't remember it. Or was the only successful cash-ins? Was the referee's response to Damien Sandow being like, I'll, t- I'll take you on, John Cena, in a bare knuckle fight right now on Raw. Like, what was that? It was only successful ones, unfortunately. Uh, I, can't, I can't bring myself. It's too heartbreaking yeah, to see things like that. I need like to go that. back and look at the referee's response to that one again because I know that I sat at home, I was thinking, don't do that. Don't do that. I also like the, the complete inconsistency from WWE where it's like, some of them are like, right, okay, right. They have to make the announcement. Oh, the, CM Punk's uh, like tapping his wrist going, get on with it. I want it to cash yeah. in. They have to make the announcement. Sometimes they go like, I need to make sure that this person says they can fight. <laughs> the Jack Swagger one, Chris Jericho is face is face down. Yeah. Ref goes, yep, fair enough. Hand it over. Yeah, let's Which go. I think, by the way, should be there. Like, there's sometimes they've said, ah, come on, you've got to let the opponent get back to the feet. Do you? Because I want the biggest advantage. Like, what I want to think out of Money in the Bank is that if me and you somehow won the match. Yeah. Basically, winning that title through Money in the Bank is one fluke, not two. Like, you might need to fluke to win the ladder match, but once you've got that case... I'm waiting until that person is dead on their ass. Yeah, I just, I'm not not for one second do I want them back on their feet. No. That undermines the point of all this. When they go like, uh, um, yeah, uh, no, come on, come on we've got to make sure Jeff Hardy's back to his feet yeah. or, or Edge is on his feet or, or whoever it might be. And then, and then it cuts to <laughs> Big Show just out yeah. on a load of chairs. Daniel Bryan goes, I'll just sit on him. Yes, please. Like That's, that's the way I'd want to win a title. Yeah. Really, really good, that. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, maximum male models. Yeah, yeah we need a model. So, uh, I have the uh, alumni page. Who have we had so far in this? Well, the best ones we had were, I think, Ravishing Rick and Handsome yep. last week and Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno was the other one off the game, wasn't it? Have we had another one on the game so far? I feel like we did. 
and it was it was probably a classic, but for the life of me, I can't remember who it is. Okay. But I've got the WCW, sorry, WWE alumni page, right. uh, safer that way, uh, open in front <laughs> of me. I'm scrolling through it. You tell me when to stop. You give me a number between one and four, and that is who joins face as part of Maximum Male Models tonight on their debut unveiling. Stop. Okay. I'm going to go with Max do three. Right. Oh, no. I'm just on second. I'm just going to quickly double check. <laughs> Unrelated to this. Uh, and just check. a quick look Just checking around. the weather. The weather in Newcastle. Yep, good. I just, just was had a little, drop my ass a little bit. Light drizzle. Uh, I can tell you mm. it is every single person in this lineup mm. starts with the. Oh, okay. So is that, hang on. In, on the Superstars page, does that mean that they're ordered by the letter T? Mm-hmm. That's so rubbish, isn't it? Where, like, where would you, would you, would you put the rock with the beginning with T or beginning with an R? R. Of course you would. Yeah. You don't put this. Is the like, no, I don't agree with that. Well, if you'd have said one, I'd have said pick again. <laughs> <laughs> the berserker. Right. If you'd have said two, I'd have said definitely pick again because it's the Brian Kendrick. Ooh. If you'd have said four, I'd have said, well, that's preposterous. It's the bunny, not the AW one. No, okay. Brian Kendrick and Bunny. Yep. Okay. It's, is it Barry Windham's gimmick, The Stalker? It's not. Okay. Between Brian Kendrick and The Bunny. Oh, of course, it begins with B, idiot. It's in the second letter, and then I went, yes. <laughs> what? I, th- I'm, I write for a living. Sorry, I've just realised, by the way, looking at this, there is almost... Three levels of these. <laughs> well, of course there is, yeah. The Hurricane, the Moondogs, the Nasty Boys, the Oddities, the Public Enemy, the Sandman, and the Warlord, of course. The br- so close. The Brooklyn Brawler. The Brooklyn Brawler! Brooklyn Brawler! <laughs> <laughs> that... You know, there's something. He's already that. got the ripped T-shirt. Yeah, that's showing it. it off for the ladies. They could be. They could. He could sort of suggest that he's uh, he's managed to sort of overhaul somebody. Like Max Dupree is such a talented mm-hmm. uh, agent of before and after yeah, images, all that sort of stuff. Him and Face got together. They went like they took their favorite former WWE superstar and they made somebody out of him, and it was the Brooklyn Brawler. Where is Imagine if SmackDown was in Brooklyn and we just fantasy books him. Oh, oh, done it again, haven't we? There you go, WWE. You are welcome. <laughs> Booked. <laughs> Next, all the juices are appropriately titillated for tonight's the SmackDown. Creative juices are flowing on this podcast. Oh my days! Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of oh, SmackDown. We've we'll done it all. Oh, class. Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and Sige will be back here a little bit later. Not talking to you, love. Uh, <laughs> me and Sige will be back later on to preview AW Rampage. And, of course, we've got WrestleCulture with a hashtag. Bloody good quiz coming your way later as well. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflit. Thank you for joining us. And we... We'll see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.